Look, the, the, while the industry might be changing, lawyers still have a brand, right? Yeah. And in any industry, you're gonna have really great ones and you're gonna have ones that really, really suck. So what are the red flags immediately for when somebody calls an attorney, you can feel that this is more of a money grab than it is personal? I love this question. Okay, here's the first major red flag. They ask for a loan within 24 hours. So they get in an accident and within 24 hours, they need a cash advance okay. because they need to make rent. They need to pay for their car. They need to pay utility bills. They got child support, whatever. And I'm like, okay, hold on. What was your plan before you got in the accident? Okay, so you're taking this from the client's perspective. This is so, the lawyer's perspective. Okay. If a client is requesting a loan got within it. 24 hours of the accident happening, it means that they've been in accidents before. They know that, uh, that these uh, loans are out there. Okay. And these are loan sharks, by the way. They charge you like 100% interest and bill it to the case. So when the case is resolved, you have to pay 100% annual interest because they're taking the risk that the case might not resolve. So anytime someone gets in an accident and immediately asks for a $1,000 loan, $2,000 loan, mm -hmm. it's a red flag because you know this person's been in an accident before because they know that this is an option that's out there mm -hmm. and they care less about getting better and recovering and they care so solely about, let me just get the quick cash grab and get out of here. Okay. And those are usually the worst clients. And which are the worst attorneys? So if I'm- The worst attorneys are the ones that advertise, get a loan right away as soon as you hire us. Okay, that's important right there. Right. That's yeah. really, really those important. Those are the worst ones because they're, they're just telling you like, look, we can't stand on our own two feet of quality. The only thing that we can offer you is some other incentive to hire us. Mm -hmm. So how about if you hire us, we'll give you a thousand dollars just to hire us. That's basically what they're saying. We will pay you to hire us. I will give you $2,000 to fire your other lawyer and hire me. That's what these lawyers are doing. Mm -hmm. And so the client, and, and look, I'm not saying this in a derogatory fashion by any means, but the average person does not understand that there's going to be a hundred percent loan, a hundred percent interest added to this loan. And when you ask for a thousand dollar or $2,000 pre-settlement advance, that's going to really take money away from your bottom line at the end of the case, especially if the case takes years to resolve because now you're paying two, 300% interest. And those loan companies are in the business of making money. Okay. So the lawyers that advertise, Hey, hire us and we'll get you a loan approved. Those are the lawyers that are simply interested in being bottom feeders. And they want to give you something that they think is valuable because the service that they provide is not. Besides the loan part of it, if they decide for whatever reason to try to sample somebody else, what are the other red flags that, okay, you should have called CEO lawyer and the lawyer that you've called still not totally being on the up and up. So there's, there's generic red flags that you should pay attention to. Number one, look at their website. If someone offers a bunch of different services and they don't specialize in personal injury or they don't specialize in like immigration law or criminal defense, the issue that you're specifically looking to resolve, then they can't be experts. So it's like going into a restaurant that has so many different items, like from fish to hamburgers to fish and chips. There's so much, but they're not really great at one thing. I would compare it more toward to a surgeon who spends 15 years becoming an expert at fixing a torn labrum in your shoulder and has no idea how to fix something in your nose. Okay. Even though they're both doctors, they specialize in that one little issue and they spent 15 years to become an expert at that. And because personal injury and other areas of the law are so nuanced, you need to spend tens of thousands of hours to become an expert. So it's just like asking your dentist to take a look at your toe. Right? It's like, yeah, okay, they, okay, technically they're doctors, but this is not a toe doctor. Got it. There's a person that does that. And so 
yeah, you can you can call it like an all-you-can-eat buffet, and usually the quality is not that great. And you know the the saying that a master of a jack of all trades is a master of none. That's also true, but especially when dealing with services. So here's an example. There are lawyers that advertise super low rates. Like that's the thing that they advertise is we are very, very cheap. Stop paying other people more money. Now there's a difference between products and services. What's the last major expense that you made? The ma uh, mandatory, like one I had to do? Right. Um, uh, probably car. What year? Uh, it was a 2021. And did you do your research on that vehicle? Absolutely not. Okay. So <laughs> did you just walk into a dealership and say, I'll take it? No, I bought it from a friend. Okay. So I so, assumed I wasn't getting screwed. Okay. Did you, at least before or after the transaction, look up the prices online? Yes. Okay. And when you looked up the prices online, they were all within the same range. Yeah, I got a really good deal because it's a friend, but yes. Given the, give or take like uh -huh. what? Let's call it- A couple thousand. 40 to 60,000, uh -huh. 40, 40, 45K is the range yep. for these vehicles. And let's say you got three, $4,000 off, mm -hmm. like a 10% discount. Okay, if your friend or just, actually it's not really a friend, it's just someone down the road was advertising mm -hmm. for $15,000 where it was like half price. And everyone else is advertising these yeah. vehicles at 40 to 45K. What's the first thing that goes in your mind? Uh, it probably is only coming with two wheels and no accelerator. There, there's probably something wrong with <laughs> right. it. Right. There's no steering wheel. That's not included. Right. The first impulse is not to, I'm just going to buy it and figure it out later. Yeah. The first impulse is, that sounds too good to be true. And that's exactly the situation with the discount lawyers. Because I, I guarantee you, you will see law firms in Walmarts and Costco's and these types of major chains eventually within the next three to five mm. years because it's just becoming a more commoditized product. Mm. And so that race to the bottom of like 15%, 20%, you know, the cheapest possible lawyer, I understand the game that they're playing, but when it comes to a service, you're not going to look for the cheapest neurosurgeon to do brain surgery. No, that's, that's what I'm going to pay extra right? for. <laughs> you're going to look for the best. I'm not bringing in a Groupon on yeah. that. So it's, it's not really a concern about, you know, these other lawyers that are advertising a very, very cheap rate. There is, there is a, a specific type of customer that fits that mold. And we choose to have a higher quality service. And because of that, we charge a, a, a premium service for our, for our, a premium fee for our services. Sure. And our rule is if you're not injured enough to get MRIs on, your injured body parts, then you're not injured enough to be our client. So that's kind of like our baseline. We don't just accept any injury, any case that walks in. All right. So let's talk about these MRIs here for a second. All right. Okay. Because uh, I am finding more and more that doctors really aren't very eager to do them. All right. Why is that? If somebody's hurt or not. I was going to ask you that. Why is that? Health insurance. Health insurance. Yeah. So there's health insurance reimbursement. Typically, if, you're, if you do something to yourself, you're out exercising, you're, you're crossfitting, you're playing volleyball, and you do something that causes you to injure yourself, that goes under health insurance. And health insurance is an industry that charges you for a service and hopes that they don't have to pay more than that service. And everyone knows the CEOs of health insurance companies consistently take home millions and millions of dollars every year. And these health insurance companies, United Healthcare, Aetna, Blue Cross Blue Shield, they make billions and billions of dollars. So it doesn't take a rocket surgeon to figure out, clearly they're charging more than what they're paying out. So they specifically minimize the amount of treatment that you're allowed to get mm -hmm. and say, okay, you're not gonna get approved for this MRI because you're not injured enough or you don't meet this 
foolish criteria that we randomly created. That's the health insurance world. The car insurance world is a big difference because you're not the one that negligently injured yourself. Someone else mm -hmm. negligently injured you. And as a result, you get to tap into their car insurance policy. And I'm trying to get, try not to get too technical mm -hmm. here, but really you're a third party beneficiary of the contract between the at fault driver and the insurance company. So you have a contract with your car insurance company that says, protect me if I get in an accident, right? And they say, sure, we'll protect you up to this much money if you cause an injury to someone else. That someone else is considered a third party beneficiary. So you have a contractual right to that insurance policy because that person negligently harmed you. But you don't have the same contractual right in health insurance. Okay. Because they can make up their own rules. All right. Third party beneficiaries have that added sort of protection.